Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN. We got the swinging doors on the Allstate Skyline studio. We're going to continue the honky-tonk thing with the family gold. We're going to talk about honky-tonk music for the next hour. So we have Benjamin Miles on acoustic guitar and vocals, Michelle Morales on upright bass, Jeff Yonkus on fiddle, and Seth Bone on drums. So you guys want to introduce the first song you're going to do? Yeah, sure can, and uh, thanks for having us, Dave. Um, appreciate you having us on the show. Yeah. Uh, the first song we're going to do is uh, called Stop Your Digging, Dog. Okay. All right, you all ready? Let's do it. One, two, one, two, three. Well, stop your digging, dog. You ain't got nothing to hide. Paws are all dirty, and you ain't a light inside. You better stop your digging, stop your digging, dog. Stop chasing your tail Stop howling at the world Sober yourself up now And find yourself a proper girl Oh, stop your digging, dog Ain't got nothing to hide The bones are all dry And your credit's been denied you Better stop your digging Stop your digging, dog The Family Gold on WGN sounds so good on uh, on AM radio, doesn't it? Hey, I think it was meant to be. It's, it's perfect. So I want to get into the history of the band, but you're here. Uh, this is a great idea. This is the first time this has been at Fitzgerald's. Uh, Chicago Honky Tonk presents a Saturday special on two stages at Fitzgerald's on March 30th. And not only is it music, we're going to handicap all these bands. It's like a little mini festival, but there's food and a vintage pop-up market. Um, you guys are going to play. So why don't you set it up by just talking about um, the honky tonk scene in Chicago? And Benjamin, you're one of the uh, you're one of the co-founders of that, right? 
Yeah, so um, Chicago Honky Tonk um, itself was established in uh, 2017 um, as really just kind of a way to promote and expose all of the, the Chicago country music scene that was going on. I think there was a lot of um, frustration amongst uh, country music players that there wasn't, really wasn't like a central hub and that the you know country music in general kind of can get a... Uh, bad rap um so we're trying to you know change that and put a light on the, the music that uh that stands out and, and and you know can tell a good story and and give you something to dance to something to two-step to and um so how are you trying to change it well uh, i think one part of it is the dancing culture um uh-huh. so a lot of us uh met um by going to the empty bottle every Friday, uh, the Hoyle brothers have been right uh, holding it down for long before us. They've been playing every every Friday for the honky tonk happy hour, five thirty to seven thirty. A lot of us went there, and that's where we learned how to two step, or that's where we kind of were exposed to the scene. And we said, "Hey, this is this is two hour period is is not enough. There needs to be a lot more of this." And um, that's kind of actually uh, where I met uh, the the rest of the Chicago honky tonk gang, um, which is. Uh, uh, the, the, the co-founders themselves are Dan Whitaker and um, JB Duckett and uh, and uh, Megan Williams and they um, they kind of they actually met the family gold uh, was was playing uh, we were opening up for uh, Wayne Hancock oh Wayne the train yeah Wayne the train yeah. best downstrom in the game yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were opening up for him and that's uh, they came out to the show we met we hit it off and we said hey you know I think we can we can do something pretty cool together. Uh, we'll handicap the bands, but I mean, so you mentioned the Hoyle brothers. They'll be here at the Fitzgeralds on the 30th. The Lawrence Peters outfit, I know Lawrence. Uh, the Gin Palace Jesters, I know of them. Dan Whitaker, you mentioned in the Shine Benders. How does this, um, and there's others, how does this um, meet up with like the insurgent stuff that Bloodshot does? Um, are they Do they blend together? Are they two different styles? And if they're different, how, how different are they? No, I, I, think, it, I think there is a crossover, um, and that's another part of it. I mean, we call it honky tonk, but. The truth of it is, is that it really, it really kind of covers a much larger scene than just like traditional roots country. Um, I mean, we try to promote um, uh, bluegrass, folk country, Americana, rockabilly. Uh, you know, I know you just had Dale Watson on a moment ago, and uh, we, you know, look up to him as kind of that Ameripolitan idea of the music and and everything that can live under that umbrella. So. Uh, for us, um, I think that there is like I, th- I think that there is a lot of crossover. We actually work a lot with Bloodshot. And we try to promote each other. We um, do a big Christmas special every year, and we have them out. And um, so we're but, all you know, in it together. I, I, I met you. I'm, I'm trying to look through the window here. You don't have as many tattoos as Bloodshot artists. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that's just because I'm fully clothed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how did this? How did this group get together? The Family Gold. Yeah, sure. So um, uh, this group got together. Uh, Michelle Morales, my wife, on the upright bass. Uh, we played in bands, uh, indie rock bands throughout the years, and um, uh, we wanted something to, that we could kind of do that was a little more accessible and uh, something that we could uh, play out and um, really just focus on the, the songwriting side of things. And uh, so we got together, we started playing, and um, a couple years ago we met Seth Bowen on the drums, who is a drummer of... Uh, very uh, very great Chicago band called the Mannequin Men. Oh, the Mannequin Men. Yeah, I was so, talking to Seth earlier. He he used to date Naperville girls. Hey, <laughs> and uh, well, I think it was Wait, that's where all the money. <laughs> Seth, that's where all the money is. Seth. <laughs> 
Um, I think what's kind of funny though, with that said, is a lot of the a lot of the people in the country music we come from a scene of uh, rock and roll and uh, a very uh, you know a history of, of a lot of different types of music. And I think you just get to a point where you're just like, man, I just want to get back down to the root of it. Okay, um, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we might come back with a song. I'm gonna come in and talk to you. I want to talk to Michelle too about some of the stuff she does. So more of Family Gold after this on WGN. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN, and we're talking to the family. Family Gold, and we're celebrating honky tonk music. Tom Hush, who who put that who put that Lone Star neon sign in there? <laughs> oh man, I wish I could use a Lone Star right I, now. We should theme out the studio of the musicians we we have. Anyway, we're, we're celebrating honky tonk music with the Family Gold. You guys want to set up this song? Yeah, we're gonna do another one here. Um, we're actually in the studio right now, and this is one of the tracks we just finished up. It's called uh, "Give Me a Reason to Believe." I've been looking for an answer, searching for an answer, praying for an answer from this pain. And though I keep a trying, screaming and a crying, nothing seems to take this pain away. Oh my God, I need a sign. You're still looking after me Turn my water into wine Give me a reason to believe Well, this world, it feels so empty Got me acting mighty crazy Angry just to see another day I feel weary, I feel hopeless Lost, I feel so broken Broken in a million different ways Oh my God, I need a sign You're still looking after me Turn my water into wine Give me a reason to Where the shit and the drinking, drugs and all the gambling can unsatisfy my soul. Curses, evil feelings, the demons keep a winning. Oh Lord, I just wanna come home. Still looking after me Turn my water Into wine Give me a reason to believe Give me a reason to believe Okay, very good The family gold Benjamin Yes, sir. That's great. I love you, man. That's uh, so are you a Webb Pierce fan? Ah, I am indeed. Uh, talk about Webb. I mean, I'm just hearing Webb Pierce in those vocals. But uh, talk about the influences. I mean, what, did you have an old school record collection? Uh, um, yeah, uh, I mean, Webb Pierce definitely is in there. He's a he's a big influence. Um, I think uh, you know probably the biggest one is probably the most common one. But grew up listening to a lot of Hank Williams. Yeah. 
uh, dad and my grandfather was a big fan, so that was something that was played around the house a lot. Where were they at? Uh, my my father, uh, the, he's in um, out in Rockville, Illinois. I grew up in Sterling, Illinois, and uh, and my grand my grand granddad came uh, from uh, Arkansas, a little bit of Kentucky, but uh, ended up in Illinois and then back down in Arkansas. And um, Benjamin, what brought you to to Chicago? Um, came here to Chicago to go to school and um, play play music. Really, uh, was playing in a rock and roll band early on. Was uh, studying different computer sciences and things, and always have uh, been into the the, de- the design community. So, uh, kind of find my way into the the arts in one way, shape, or form. And uh, you're a creative director. I am. Yeah, an yeah. interactive creative. Inter- director. Yeah. So th- briefly, tell me. I, this leads to another question. Tell me what you do. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me what you, you do. Some, you need some web work. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. But no, you work with musicians and acts, though, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I do a lot of web work. I do a lot of um, design and kind of the way things look and the way things move and feel online. And uh, it's actually one of my biggest contributions to Chicago Honky Tonk. Is um, I manage all the websites. I do all the poster designs, and and that was kind of uh, one way I saw that I could help with the crew. Um, but yeah, that's that's my background, and that's still what I spend a lot of my time doing. Did you do that? I saw on our Facebook page. That was a really nice little. I, I reposted it. It was of the two beer bottles and saying you're going to be on the show tonight. Did that you happened do, this afternoon. You just threw that together. Betcha. Boy, that was really sharp. Hey, thank you. Station should hire him. <laughs> that's great. Now here's here's what I was. Uh, what's it like to so that's you know you're doing this interactive creative uh, directing stuff and then you're you you're playing like a traditional music world so how do those two worlds match up and stuff how um, do you bring a traditional sound into a, a modern world i mean i think that like being an artist at at the core like we find ourselves moving to a lot of the way like the analog way of doing things whether you're shooting film or the way that we just recorded we recorded to tape um and i think that i try to not oversaturate things in a digital world where anything's possible. I think it's still really important to give yourself limitations and to work with those within those limitations. So I try to take that that mindset when I do art or when I do uh, design, and I apply that to the music as well. So then, Michelle, is she by yes. a mic? Yes, I okay. am. So you guys meet. So yes, we met. Oh my goodness! Well, he has our wedding date tattooed on him. You're, he does. you're mentioning earlier. Yeah, okay. He doesn't have any tattoos, but that one was the most important one. No, but we did meet uh, over 12 years ago, and um, over just our passion, which is music. And I was from Arizona, and I was coming here for grad school, and I actually caught wind of his his uh, rock and roll band at the time. Since I'm a classically trained cellist that sort of bridges between the classical world and experimental, I thought, well, every band needs a cello player. That was the thing. And so contacted him. And of all places, we meet up at the map room in Bucktown. And and we start talking about just kind of our hopes for where our music wanted to take us. And sure enough, lo and behold, a week later, we're going steady. And we start playing in, in, in groups together and... I always knew in his heart that that country music has always been with him. And so uh, we toured uh, through a band called The Loneliest Monk, which is more of that experimental side of things. But right now our our main project is is The Family Gold. And it's been just wonderful to sort of, um, since I'm a little bit more new to country music, it's just to, to get back to the story. I think that's the most important thing, as with all music. But but in country music in particular. And so I'm, I'm learning quite a bit, and I really enjoy it. 
Yeah, I used to say about Haggard, you know, I mean, that's that's American poetry, some of those Merle Haggard songs, you know. Now, you were at University of Chicago? So, yeah, I, I teach at the laboratory schools, which our motto is that we teach the youngest, the youngest uh, students over at U of C. So um, I start at about fifth grade. I teach beginning strings through high school. And um, the great thing about that school is that we have the opportunity to build our curriculum. And so um, other than just the classical realm, we're really exposing kids to all sorts of genres of music. So we, we like to call it the, the three Bs, which is Beethoven, Bach, and uh, the Beatles, which is just kind of sums up the experience that we hope to give our students. And um, just last year, we had uh, an artist in residence which uh, was part of the the American Epic series that debuted and and aired across the uh, um, the waves uh, specifically on PBS, and so we actually had them come to our school last year and bring the recording machine that pretty much started all, which is the the Scully lathe, and a lot of our um, artists who we love and adore. Anywhere from Jimmy Rogers to Lydia Mendoza to even Louis Armstrong recorded on this machine. And it traveled from town to town. It was basically pre-American Idol. Come with your original tune and you get to record on this machine straight to wax. And so the filmmakers and the engineers took over 10 years to find the original parts, piece it all back together and that became the machine that um, was centered center to this film, American Epic. So they actually brought the machine to the lab schools at University of Chicago last year, and our students uh, got to record on it. Wow. Uh, okay. It's incredible. That's fascinating. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with some more live music. We're going to stretch out into the band, and then we're going to handicap the festival March 30th at Fitzgerald. So don't go away on Nocturnal Journal on WGN. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal. I'm Dave Hoekstra, and we're here in studio with the family gold. That's Benjamin Miles on acoustic guitar and vocals, Michelle Morales on upright bass, Jeff Yonkas on fiddle, and Seth Bone on drums. What do you got for us? All right, we're going to do a... Another original here called It's Gonna Be Alright. And um, if you're from Chicago, it's probably about that time of year where you feel like it's not gonna be alright. <laughs> uh, but we're here to assure you that it is. So, alright, you ready, y'all? One, two, one, two, three, four. I don't like you to see me like this, baby. I feel uneasy. I need you to believe me, it's gonna be alright This world has a way of working Beating us until we're hurting Honey, this I'm certain It's gonna be alright Oh honey, babe Can no one take our love away Collectors come a-knocking Banker men, they won't stop talking Soon that'll all be forgotten It's gonna be alright You and I, we've got each other A couple of coins to rub together Hot times will last forever It's gonna 
gonna be alright. Gold on WGN. If I was a DJ with some music here, I'd do a twin spin with uh, "In Spite of Ourselves" by John Prine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Iris yeah. Dement was that Iris Dement on that? So that's a now. You, is that track out, or did you say you're recording that? That one's also in the studio as well. Yeah, we're working up, uh, cooking up a full length. So, and uh, I'd be uh, I got to tell people how to find you. So you want to throw out a website and uh, how people can get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way is just um, thefamilygold.com, and we've got all the social links on there. We're on Instagram and everything, uh, Facebook, and uh, got a, a 45 out on Soul Step Records um, with a couple tracks, and then uh, we're working on this first full length, which we're going to be uh, starting to trickle out songs here in the next month or two. And you can also the... find us on Spotify, too. Well, Spotify, right. And what's the 45? The 45 is uh, it's a... It's a uh, the A side's absolutely nothing, and the B side is a Charlie Jordan number called "Keep It Clean." Oh, where, where can you find that? Uh, you can find it right on the website as well. Okay, it says here. I, I love this. Who wrote that? The Family Gold plays original hillbilly blues, recommended for two steppers, whiskey drinkers, and all around music lovers. That's, oh, we we love all those things. That's our audience here at Nocturnal <laughs> Journal. <laughs> we think those things uh, kind of come through in our music, and if you enjoy those things, you might enjoy us. And uh, we were talking before the show, some of your venues, of course, I know, I mean, uh, Empty Bottle and Fitzgerald's, but talk about playing at Tricycle in yeah. Wicker Park. Yeah, uh, a good friend of ours, Joe George, a uh, great musician here in the city, uh, he's doing a Thursday night thing there, it's called Old Fashioned Thursdays, and they're doing just uh, some music on the floor and uh, some, some whiskey specials, and uh, it's, just a, it's a good way to spend your Thursday evening. Now where is Tricycle? I've walked by it. I've never. I've been too scared to you know, go it's in. The old, it's the old Silver Cloud spot. Yeah. So it's uh, just uh, it's on Damon, just north of um, Damon. Right by Wabansia. Yeah, yeah. Damon Milwaukee there. Do they have a? Have they been doing live music there much? Or I, is think that this, new... I think this was about the third or fourth week that they've done it. Wow, wow. And um, do you have any other gigs coming up besides? We'll talk about the Fitzgeralds thing in a minute. Do you have yeah, any else? yeah. We've got a great, great show coming up uh, at the Empty Bottle on April fifth uh, with another uh, Chicago act here, David Quinn, uh, really great uh, up and coming artist here, and we're going to be playing with him. And um, 
And we got shows scattered all throughout the summer. Uh, we're going to be playing Shubas and a few others. And Have you been to the new Carol's Pub yet? Yeah, that's uh, it. I haven't been in the new the one yet. We haven't played it yet. We've got we've got a lot of our friends who have, and uh, uh, it's a good to see that that's uh, going Tom Hush there. likes that. What's that? Tom Hush is giving it a thumbs up. <laughs> Tom, the old yeah. one was such a great dive. I've, I've looked in the window there. It seems cleaner than it used to be. Well, you know, cleaner's not necessarily worse. You know, let's not. Let's, I quite like it. It's my neck of the woods. Is it so, really? Yeah, it's pretty. It's good. Is it good? It's a nice place to be. Do they still be. have the old band? I don't know if they. I don't know if it's the old band, but they got the good back, bands. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I have to. I shouldn't judge. I have to go in there. Then. So, you, have you guys been in there, Family Gold? Oh yeah. Yeah, we haven't played it yet, um, oh. but uh, I imagine we'll make our way there at some point. Jeff, Jeff, are you around? Oh yeah. I'm you did that here. fiddle part, so um, I want to talk to Jeff and Seth a little bit. Jeff, uh, tell me about your roots and where you learned to play fiddle. Well, uh, I was taken under my uncle's arms at the age of 18 and brought down to Louisiana into Ville Platte where this uh, oh. little summer camp goes on, uh, sponsored by the Dewey Balfa, who is oh. a Cajun musician. Wow, yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, so we, we would take it down 55 just about every year and uh, go, go out there to Chico State Park uh, out near Ville Platte. And we go play music and dance and, you know, carry, carry out the week's uh, activities. A little bit of drinking, maybe. And uh, So did you work with Dewey? I mean, did he teach you stuff? No, no. Unfortunately, oh. I started getting into this music after he had passed, passed away. Passed away. Yeah, 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 unfortunately. But a lot, of, a lot of good musicians are out there that, you know, did get to learn from him. And uh, I definitely got to play with some of those guys. So that's pretty So cool. would you say you bring a Cajun style to this? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, I like to think so. Yeah. And Seth? Yes, sir. You there? You on a mic? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. And hey, Seth, talk about uh, your background. You brought a little snare in tonight? I brought a, just a little snare. That's the way I like it these days. Um, I'm from Woodstock, Illinois. Moved to Chicago right after high school. And um, like Miles was mentioning earlier, I mostly played in uh, harder rock bands, um, a band called Mannequin Men for the past uh, 10 years or so. Um, and uh, I was doing a job with uh, Miles, working for his old company. And... Um, I think we were driving in the van, and I mentioned, or we were listening to Patsy Cline or something, and mentioned, "Man, you know, I'd really just like to play in a country band these days. Uh, playing just with a couple of brushes on a snare drum is more my speed these days." So, and um, it's interesting. So, you guys come from different backgrounds. What does it mean to bring maybe a rock and roll background into the music you're playing today? Oh well, I think I can speak on behalf of all of us, saying that I think uh, rock and roll is the roots of of um, of country and um, and, uh, and Americana music in general, so um, so yeah. Okay, all right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with one more song, and then we're going to talk about uh, a Saturday special. That's what's called, right? That is correct. Two stages at Fitzgerald's on March thirtieth. So don't go away on Nocturnal Journal. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on WGN. We got the family gold in the Allstate Skyline studio with one more song. What do you guys got for us? Yeah, we're going to do, um, it's called The Sun Is Going Down. And um, truth be told, I wrote this song probably about 10 years ago and said to myself, I'm going to go home, buy a large bottle of brown liquor, and write the best country music song ever written. Now, I can't say that it is, but it felt pretty good at the moment. Good for you. Well, baby, I got drunk Told you to back off Today I realized that wasn't fair 
Maybe it's all the booze that makes me do the things I do, but that was the last time I swear. I'm putting down the bottle for good this time. Putting down the bottle till tomorrow night don't come around. Well, I promise I will sober up till it starts to get too tough. Please forgive me, the sun is going down. so easy but misery loves company and i'm having the boys over tonight mark jack and jimby will be drinking in our blue jeans until the bottles run completely dry i'm putting down the bottle for good this time putting down the bottle till tomorrow night don't come around well i promise i will sober up Please forgive me, the sun is going down Now I'm sorry for the things I said that made you run off the bed Your door's locked and I'm sleeping with the cows But tomorrow morning I'll feel lonely and stumble into a cup of coffee And I hope you will forgive me somehow I'm putting down the bottle for good this time Putting down the bottle till tomorrow night doesn't come around Well, I promise I will sober up till it starts to get too tough Please forgive me, the sun is going down You weren't there when I found my sober self left a note, the red that you need help. Now I hope you're at your mother's and haven't gone away forever. Come home, baby, or I'm gonna keep getting drunker, 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 and drunker. But I promise I will sober up till it starts to get too tough. Please forgive me, the sun is going down. Family Gold on uh, WGN's Nocturnal Journal. Tom Hush, this is the best country music show on WGN, isn't it? It's the only country oh, yeah. music show on WGN. <laughs> oh, this is great. I, I just know this sounds good in a car, right? You guys, do you listen to like WSM, WSM in uh, Nashville? Like you can. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I think it's uh, it's made for that that radio wave. Yeah. Tell you what. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the thing on the thirtieth um, Saturday special. What time are you guys going to go on? Do you know? Yeah, we're going to go on at uh, at six thirty, six thirty to seven thirty. But that's a, I mean, it, it's a not to be missed. The whole lineup, it really is. And set it up. I mean, what can people expect? Doors at three, music starts at four, admission fifteen in advance, twenty day of the show. Um, you get two stages. Two stages. We got the sidebar and the main, and we've got. Um, we're going to open the doors up at three and. 
Uh, we got Dan Whitaker on at four, and followed by the Jim Palace Jesters. Um, we got the Family Golden Modern Sounds with Joel Patterson. That that's going to be a real good one. Um, I'm sure you've heard yeah. uh, Joel play throughout the city in a couple different acts, and and then we've got uh, Lawrence Peters' outfit. You familiar with Lawrence? Yeah, I know Lawrence. I know okay. him. Yeah, yeah, he does a great. It's called Country My Way. He does a, a radio show of his own at the. With some good um, good country music. And then uh, headlining the main stage is the Hoyle Brothers. And we thought it most appropriate to have them, um, you know, they're the ones who kind of like kicked this all off for us at the beginning and made a lot of sense to have them play and uh, bring the party to an end. I'm interested here, uh, I put yellow marker, the Westerlies. Swing band plays both rare and popular tunes from the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. Their influences include Bob Wills, Cliff Bruner, Milton Brown. And Milton Brown, yeah, that's great. Lightcrest Doughboys, the Andrews Sisters. Uh, come show off your dance moves. So I don't know if you know much about the band, but talk about dancing to that type of Western swing. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, again, what, what kind of brings us all together in Chicago Honky Tonk is the dancing whether it be swing or two-step, and two-step is, is primarily what we do. But, um, you know, early on when we were starting this, we were doing these, uh, we're starting these uh, monthly matinees, third Sunday of the month, and we said, hey, let's do something on a Sunday afternoon when there's not a lot going on, and, um, and let's teach two-step lessons because a lot of people want to do it and they just are afraid. And, you know, you show them a thing or two, and all of a sudden it's this, like, group community-based dance thing that, you know, gives people a reason to interact with the music, gives a the, an energy for the bands to play to. So, we've, you know, it, it took off. It, it, it seems to be working. So that's about a year and a half ago that we started those Sunday matinees, which is why it seemed appropriate to uh, call it the uh, Saturday special. So I guarantee you um, there will be a lot of dancing going on on, that, on March 30th. Now, you'll have to explore the uh, Nocturnal Journal archives on Facebook, which I never plug, but uh, we, but I think about three or four months ago, we interviewed, uh, I went down to Branson and interviewed uh, Mickey Gilly, because he's on an Urban Cowboy reunion tour, anniversary tour. This dancing is separate from Urban Cowboy type dancing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit different, but um, it's what we do in Chicago is, um, I don't know if it's appropriate, but I call it the Chicago Two-Step, and and that is where, uh, you know, everyone's doing the quick, quick, slow, slow, but in a big circle. And uh, that just seems like something I haven't seen a whole lot of other places, not even down in Nashville. So I think it's uh, kind of become a Chicago thing. Saturday special, March 30th. You're going to have uh, food and a vintage pop-up market? Yeah, so we're going to do... What's going to uh, be there? We've got... Uh, we've, we've done a few of these pop-ups in the past, and this is, I think, going to be the, the biggest one yet. Um we're going to have Ace High Vintage and Death Rose and, and a few others, and uh, it's real great. It's a lot of uh, vintage Western and um, and kind of, I mean, clothing from all, all, all sorts of eras, but um, it's always just a really great, great curated collection of, of, uh, of clothing and, and odds and goods and hats and scarves and things. Looks apart as well. Yeah, right. So that leads to my question for the entire band. If It's a two-part question. If you could describe a honky-tonk as a music... And then part two, Honky Tonk is a lifestyle. Does anyone want to give that first or you want me to go? And say who you are. I can't see you. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll step in first. This is, uh, this is Miles. Okay. Um, I think that uh, as a music, it is, uh, you know, it, it is about that story. I think it's something that you can kind of connect with and you can both have a, you can have a sad song that makes you happy and a happy song that makes you sad. And that's kind of the beauty of Honky Tonk. Uh, and then I think the for the lifestyle, whether it be you know the fashion or the um, just the the getting together, the dancing, the um, you know the idea of like you know community based and uh, really gigantic, almost like 
a giant scene, a giant family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the lifestyle, it, they go hand in hand. They really do. And uh, it's hard to have one without the other. But um, for me, it's about both. Michelle, I think honky-tonk music just brings all walks of life together. That's what's so great about going to see the Hoyle Brothers on a Friday night. After a long week of work, you see everybody there. It's like a family. And then the, the looking part, if you look good, you feel good. And that's what's that's the great thing about we're putting on some cowboy boots and then, you know, scuffing the floor up and dancing. And that's there's no better joy than that. Community. I mean, that's that's... I try, that's in all my projects. I try to touch on community, whether it's the books I write or the, the show. I mean, when you when you get together in community, do you find new creative ideas, especially musically? Will someone hip you? Like, will Lawrence Peters tell you about some artist you've never heard of, and then you you want to learn about that? Oh yeah, I, we I think that it's pretty. Uh, what you'll find is a lot of the musicians is pretty sexual in that they they play with a lot of the different people, um, and so whether it be getting ideas from each other, writing together. Um, a good friend of ours, uh, old Wild Earp, he uh, does this YouTube show where he brings different folks on and they learn a song together. And it is very much, um, it's not a competition. It's much. It's a lot about giving to each other. And, and for Chicago Honky Tonk, that's why the calendar's there. We said, hey, like we need to have a place where everybody can see where this music is happening, no matter how big or how small it is. Um, so there is there is a community there and it's thriving. And Dare I say, I think, uh, you know, right now, to me, it feels like Honky Tonk is the new punk, and I'm, I'm happy that we're, uh, we're a part of it. Great. we got about a minute, minute and a half left. I want to put Seth on the mic. Um, we got to get the story out. And I never thought on radio I'd say, get well, Jerry Lewis, but that's what I'm going to say. Seth, tell me about the – that's one museum I haven't been to. Yeah, so if anyone gets a chance, you know, go to Faraday, Louisiana, and check out the Jerry Lee Lewis Museum out there. Uh, some of Jerry's family's out there, and I think a whole band is wishing the best of luck to him and uh, his family during these hard times. I just Googled it. There is a drive through liquor store there? Yeah, it's the museum slash drive through liquor store. They got other paraphernalia as well. I got to go there. I mean, I'm going to be in Natchez in a couple months, so yeah. it's right, right across the river. Go so. over there and have a drink for Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, the Family Gold, Benjamin Miles, Michelle Morales, Jeff Yonkus, and uh, Seth Bowen. And uh, you can see them at a Saturday special at Fitzgerald's in Berwyn on March 30th. Thank you so much uh, for listening tonight. Thanks to Ernie Scatton. Thanks to Tom Hush. And thanks uh, to listening to Nocturnal Journal. We'll see you next time.